Welcome to What's the Hook with Diane and Andy. Happy New Year, Andy. Happy New Year, Diane. My little gem. We're here together in person. Andy, tell the people your big news. I um, I decided to add a lot more chaos to my life and adopted a little puppy. <gasps> and it's super cute. She's three months. She is a complete maniac. She's delicious. And she's very cute. And yes, I'm sure she will be contributing to the podcast in certain ways by making noises. and That's true. And, and driving me absolutely insane. But she's, she's cute. So Andy's she's getting ori- away with it. Andy's original recipe dog, who I also love. Is is still you know the jury's still out. He's he's not sure how to feel. Yeah. He's uh he is watching the situation as it unfolds. Yes, he is uh, I, I don't think he's made his final determination oh yet. No. Oh no. He is he's quite a pensive little guy to begin with. Um and this, yeah, he's gonna take a while to make up his mind, I think. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Sorry, buddy. But anyway, that was the big breaking personal news. <laughs> In internet breaking news, oh boy, oh boy. Two big events on my radar. I don't know about you, but I know this was on your radar, Andy. Jeremy Allen White in his Calvin Klein skivvies. Dear Lord. Whew. Oh my goodness. Whew. The temperature got very hot, and it's only what, January 5th? Fifth. It was it was yesterday, and it was on all the socials, and I have never seen anything invade all of my social feeds so quickly like, in my entire life. Wow, Calvin yeah. Klein giveth giveth to us. In and supposedly they did not even release all of the photos yet. <laughs> oh God, okay. The photographer is Mert Mert Atlas, I believe, is how you say the name. I think. Ooh, I hope okay. I didn't mangle that too badly. But I mean. I wasn't shocked because after seeing all of the Iron Claw photos, yeah. I was like, oh, there's there's going to be some kind of ad campaign coming. Yeah. Because these boys, I mean, and I think he shot this campaign, I'm not sure if it was before or after or in the run-up to Iron Claw, but he had already been working out, you know, and stuff like that. But it's different when you shoot a campaign, like an underwear campaign, because you don't want to be too bulky. Right. Because the, they want to show some body definition, and boy, oh boy, did he ever. <laughs> yeah. So just yeah. cheers to everyone at Calvin Klein. Cheers to the stylist. I'm sure sales spiked. I'm t- you know what this is? Marky, Marky Mark Redu. Oh, totally. Yeah. This is just new gen Marky Mark. Yeah. And may he have if more it- pants dropping opportunities in the very near future. <laughs> because God bless. I mean, woo! as I as I posted on my socials, I think I, 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 I downloaded that video and then I just post. And just like that, dry January was over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the other Internet breaking moment um, in the reality world um. We were all, there was a lot of hype around the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City um, finale, and it aired this week, and Monica, the new cast member who used to work for current prison inmate Jen Shaw, Monica was revealed to be part of an internet troll team called Reality Vontese, which first of all points for that name, because you gotta love that. But evidently, Reality Vontese is like a, a, a memer who was like 
kind of denigrating a lot of the housewives, including all of the Salt Lake City cast. So Heather Gay, one of the Salt Lake City housewives, outed Monica as one of the people who was re- who is reality Montice. And supposedly, like next week, they're doing a three-part Salt Lake City reunion, which in the Bravo world is that's a lot. And supposedly, very explosive, Monica gets the seat next to Andy Cohn, which is a big deal if you know anything Ooh. about like the seating layouts no, of reunions. I didn't know that. It's a power thing. Oh. If you sit next to Andy, Big deal. I did not know that. And this was only Monica's first season on oh, Salt Lake City. she's already next to Andy. So wow. every, people are asking, like, well, you know, do you think they're going to have her back for another season? I was like, I don't think anyone's going to want to shoot with her. But, yeah, I think they're going <laughs> to have her back. Maybe she'll get her own show. You know, this is the thing. A lot of the viewers feel that this was no longer an unscripted show. They feel that this was mm. scripted and planned and mapped out. And that Believe me, that offends a lot of fans. So I'm really curious to see, you know, if they have her back, where do the fans stand on it? Do they want to see more of her? You know, some people think she's a criminal mastermind. Okay. I do not. I, first of all, I don't, pardon my French, everybody. I don't find professional shit stirring surprising in reality television. That is, that is just what some cast members bring to a show. Yeah, yeah. Monica's a professional shit stirrer in life. So I think she just transferred that talent and said, oh, I I need to, she like needed to make money. She's a single mom. She needs to make money. I, I feel for Monica too, because she has a very weird toxic relationship with her mother, which has also been shown on the show. And it, I I don't know how I, I feel. I get uncomfortable when I see things like that. I love my reality TV. I love my Bravo. I am a big Bravo fan, but I think about these things sometimes. I'm like, should we really be privy to this? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've just been reading about, you know, is it Tom Girardi, the, you know, the Erica's hu- the former husband? Yeah, and, oh my God, that story just keeps getting weirder and weirder. You know, the thing about it is, I honestly think Tom took care of his business and, I think Erica, she probably knew some of the money wasn't completely kosher. Yeah. But I don't think he ever shared any information with her. I bet that's true. Because he, when he, when he still had his wits about him, which he does not now. Well, they're like going to make him stand trial though. And they're saying he does, like some, some of the doctors are saying he does and he's, he's faking he's it. He's not and, mentally competent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But they're making him stand trial. I'm like, okay. Wow. If they do, I, I don't know how that's going to go. Cause I don't think he's mentally competent. And it was clear when he was mentally competent that he was very much a control freak. And Monica was, and excuse me, Monica, Erica Jane was one of the many people he controlled. And I think yeah. she was fine with it for the money. Sure. You know, the woman is nothing if not transactional. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of a housewife who's really doing the job this season, Erica. Really? Oh, boy. <laughs> She's had some scenes with Denise Richards that are like the stuff of comedy. Like you couldn't script it better. And I think it's also because Denise Richards has showed up at a couple of these functions not drunk, but I think she's taken like something to relax and then maybe had a sip of alcohol. Okay. And we all 
don't know how you get the slide. Oh, goodness. So yeah. there was literally, they got some shots of her where I'm like, oh, if she ever sees these stills of herself, she's just going to want to like hide. Oh, my God. It's just, I mean, but Erica had the best comeback because I think by now everybody knows. Um, uh, Denise Richards' daughter with Charlie Sheen, Sammy, is on OnlyFans. Okay. And evidently earns money on OnlyFans. This is not a shame thing, by the way. I say, get your money, ladies. You know? And if you find a way to get your money on OnlyFans, and I guess Denise is also on OnlyFans. I don't know what she does, because hmm. I don't really subscribe. I don't subscribe. Well, allegedly, there's people on there that are doing, like, fitness tips and cooking yeah, lessons and all of that. So it's maybe that's all, what she's doing. It's not know. all sex-related. Yeah. But also, like... There are people like, uh, there are women who like, like Larsa Pippen said like, oh, she shows her feet and like <laughs> people will pay a lot of money yeah. to look at her feet. Yeah. And I'm like, Hey, That's, this is what makes the world go round, baby. I mean, to each their own. To, as, as Roman Roy once said in an episode, just another Saturday night, baby. <laughs> so I, I, you know what? I think, but Erica Jane had a great, Denise was like trying to drag her about the whole thing with Tom's money and what did Erica know? <laughs> and then Erica kind of just shoots back, who makes more money on OnlyFans, you or your daughter? Ooh. And I was like, points. <laughs> oh I go, don't even, I'm like, Denise, retreat from the arena. Anyway, sorry, Andy, I got carried away with Bravo. That's okay. Just a short reminder, I can't make Andy watch Bravo to save my life. I know. I, you know what? It's okay, baby. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. I like, but I. I do like. I, I do like these these updates. I appreciate that you let me talk about it. I yeah. I it's like I I yeah. I don't hate these shows when they're on. I'm like, oh gosh. I, I think you just like listening to me talk. I can almost it get into them, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh god, it's too much. I I don't want reality. I need fantasy. I need stories that aren't real. I get it. I get it. And um, for those of you who do not subscribe to Hulu. Just a little reminder for you. ABC is showing only murders in the building, and they they are showing three episodes a week, and it started uh, January 2nd on ABC, so you can check that out, um, and I think it's going to be like three episodes per week. Nice. Um, sadly, we lost a couple more really talented performers. Tom Wilkinson passed away, a fabulous actor. He was 75 years old. I really loved his performance in Michael Clayton, uh, where he was a top litigator that Clooney's character worked with, and everybody thought he was losing his mind, but he wasn't. And just a fabulous actor, no matter what he was in, you would have also seen him in In the Bedroom, Shakespeare in Love, The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, and Batman Begins. Uh, he was also in the John Adams miniseries. He played Benjamin Franklin. Um, and for comedy fans... Shecky Green passed away. And it, I know if you're not older, you probably don't know who Shecky Green is, but he was one of the great Vegas comics, one of the great stand-up comics, and just a menschy guy by all reports. I never met him personally, but just one of like the old school great comics. So maybe both rest, rest in peace, rest, uh, rest in comedy. Um, always sad to lose, you know, the talents. Um, Andy, have you heard any? Have you watched any of this Natalia Gray stuff? No, but I read a big article about it in the Hollywood Reporter last night. Because um, I started actually. watching. That was some the stuff. first I had ever heard about it. I started wa and watching. And I was something like, on how Max. Did, it's fascinating. It's 
messed up. Yeah. She's... She's either 34 or 19. <laughs> no. That she, when she was adopted by this family, she was passing herself off as a little girl. Yeah. But evidently she was a teenager. But she, she is a person with dwarfism. Yeah. And she's from Ukraine, right? Allegedly, but now this is thrown into... Nobody's sure about that either. And I only watched like the first few episodes of like the documentary series that's on... Max. An ID, right? It's originally I'm not sure. ID. I can't remember. I think so. All I know is but it's ID on is Max. But ID is part of Discovery, which would be on Max. So, yeah. Okay. Um, but then it's, but then they said they had a, um, they, they, like, so the family abandoned her at some point and left her in an apartment and moved to Canada. Well, she. And moved, left, like, completely. She was, she was very violent. Oh, my god. She gosh. was threatening to kill them constantly. Okay. She poured cleaning fluid in the mother's coffee. But then there's uh, the other side is saying the family made all that up. I like I said, I haven't watched the entire docu series because honestly, it really got to me. Well, it, I, I was deeply they, disturbed they, just watching it. Someone hired a company to do a DNA test to see how old she was and said she was really young. She wasn't the older age. I honestly just reading this article, I'm like, okay, I need to go re watch all of this. I was just watching something this morning about this, and I think she's around like 22. Okay, she's really around 22. But they were claiming at she, some point that she was like 34 or something. Just nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew. But that apparently, according to this DNA company, was not true. She really was younger. Well, there was a lot of uproar too because of the community of little people and people, other people who had dwarfism. Okay, and they were very mad at the way she was being treated, which I totally get. But, you know, then it's just like, who's lying here? And she was acting violently. Yeah. And she was acting violently towards their other children. Okay. Which real and I was Oof. like, look, the minute something like that happens in your house, don't you just say, uh, no, we can't keep this child in our this. house. Yeah. But they, yeah. I mean, I, I know it's not well, like a puppy where you can give the their puppy daughter, Their daughter was like an influencer who had a genius child. And um, and so that they, oh I didn't see there was this. some other situation where I they, 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 only they had could the have two they, sons. they could have surrendered her I think and and it's, but they didn't want the blowback of I think the adoption aid the alleged very I think the adoption agency she, she was from wasn't a real adoption so agency. did you finish the second series no no. no. I, I'm I'm only in the middle of the first. Well, I'm going to spoil this because I don't even care. Do she? I read this. She got adopted by another family. No. And the second series is all about that everything is good. <gasps> and then at the very end of the filming, they got a call from that family, and that family said she's ruining our lives. <gasps> okay, look. And they and they, they that's it. They that was they were able to get that into the very end of the filming, but that's all that people know. I'm old and jaded. So my brain just goes to she's a sociopath. Something's up. Which one of the psychiatrists told the Barnetts, they're like, she's a sociopath. Okay. You're not gonna be able to cure her of this. Oh my god. When she and that was when she was young and saying, I'm gonna kill you in your sleep. Ugh. And she was she was collecting knives under her bed. Oh my god. If a kid did that, I'd I'd like, I'd be like you're gone. I'd be like you're gone. I don't, I don't know where and you're I'm going, moving to but another it's state. Not here. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's Ted Bundy. And then we're still in the reality arena here because You've probably also heard that Gypsy Rose Blanchard was just released from prison. If you watched Hulu's uh, series, The Act. Which I absolutely did. You sure did, and you loved it. I mean, it was, it was bad a shit. It was a compelling watch, yeah. but it was very, uh, 
very disturbing. It's a very yeah. disturbing story uh, just to see a mother that would harm, harm her child. So Gypsy Rose Blanchard is now out of prison. I happened to, I saw her on The View this morning. Oh, wow. And they were asking her, you know, because she is, I think she's like 32 years old right now. Okay. And they were saying, what do you want to do? Because she has a lot of followers on social media. And she said, I, I am interested in, you know, she, she wants to sort of be an activist. She wants to make people aware of these things that happen. Yeah. She wants to try and help other people. And she's not quite sure how she's going to do it yet, but she is determined to sort of be, be a representative uh, for what she's gone through. It'll be very interesting to see how she uses her, her public platform. I feel like if she has the right team, she could build a great career just doing that. There's a big documentary coming up on Lifetime. Books I think it's, and it's, shows and speaking and yeah, touring I, and, and I think things she's like that. Do all I feel that. like that could set her up for life. So this documentary is coming up on Lifetime. I want to say it might be next. No, I think it's the week after next. And uh, it's a documentary with Gypsy Rose. And, um, you know, I think it'll just go deep. And so I'll pro- I think she'll probably reveal more about what she's thinking about doing. Yeah. As well as reflecting on her past. She's got a huge fan base. Yeah, exactly. People that are watching her every and move. And I'm sure she has so. a lot of people rooting for her. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's amazing she even survived that situation. Right. So, um, Andy, let's get to some scripted shows. Yes. Because the curse the has curse. been on my mind. Oh, my gosh. And Benny Softy's been doing interviews, which I kind of love because he's a smart guy. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I should probably read some or watch some because I really need to know what the hell is going on in his brain with this show. <laughs> it is. We can't. And we can't. We've both watched the last we wa- two Yeah, we watched the screeners and the finale's coming up. Um, January, we're coming, uh, the last two episodes, let's see, oh boy. Yeah, so we have to the wait. The penultimate episode is get... this Sunday, then the 14th is the finale. And I'm just going to say We have it. to hold back to give our full opinions on it. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm a thumbs down. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm really enjoying Emma Stone's performance because I feel like that character is so messed up that it's made good dramatic fodder. But I also think, given that it's Nathan Fielder and Benny Softie, I think all they're trafficking in is making people uncomfortable. I don't know if there was any other intention in the show besides that. I would agree with that sentiment. I, I think, and I think Nathan Fielder's really good at that. I'm brand new to Nathan Fielder. Like, I mean, the rehearsal oh, was the never... first time I ever oh. was exposed to him. And I'm fascinated by him now. And I think he was really interesting in this. There was something really compelling about him. Um, I have absolutely no idea what the show was trying to, what message it was trying to convey, other than, like you said, just making you cringe constantly. I don't think it's a message. Yeah. I really don't. But it's like I keep it's, thinking about the Judaism angle, and I don't even know if there's a point to that. It's so it's so true, and but it's set up like a message show because it's You're about. You're right. You're right. You know, it's about. Um, oh my god, my dog is eating everything. Uh oh. Um, you know, it's about. Um, not colonization, but, um, oh my God, Diane. It's about, to me, it's about faith and belief. Yes. And 
you like, what do you believe in? And I think that's where the Judaism comes in and where the curse stuff comes in. Gentrification. Like, sorry. It's oh, also, the gentrification. It's, there's also the huge gentrification yes. angle with them coming into this kind of poorer. Española. More, yeah. Española, this town and, and trying to make it fancy and, and the, and, and the and eco warrior these, angle and, and, and make, make it, these passive houses that, do they really work? Do they really mean anything? Yeah. You know, Are they actually livable? Are they actually... Right. Like, can... Yeah, can people actually... It, or is it just a hustle? Build is them? It, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, anyway. but in the end, I don't know that it, like, had anything to say on much of that except for uh, just... Why don't I just lay in this warning now? Andy and I are going to have a lot to say after yeah. the finale airs. Yeah. And again, that's the curse on Showtime. The penultimate episode is this Sunday, and the finale airs January 14th. So, boy, you got to let us know what you think about this. I'm not, we're going to have to, like, pull the audience on this, Andy. And I, I need to know what other people are thinking. Yeah. Meanwhile, Fargo is just... Ugh, the episodes just keep getting better and better. There was a great episode last week called, uh, titled Linda, which I think happened all in Dorothy Lyon's head. Oh my gosh, is that what was going on? Yes, because we, I was at like, the what end, is this? Is like a, at the oh end, we gosh. go back to her and she's just in the cafe. That's right. Wait, you know, with her pancakes. That's right. All in her head. I wondered that, but I, yeah. I haven't. I, is there a new episode out? If, the, if there is, yes. I have not watched it, but that, oh. one I, that one I've watched. And it was the, the most recent one. <laughs> the most recent one focuses on Roy Tillman and his. his campaign to get reelected oh my god because you know he can't lose that position of power oh i hope he does but lorraine lyon is messing with him and trying to complicate his re-election so watch the most recent episode because it's delightful um but things are not looking great for dorothy right now so we'll Oof. see what happens that's uh, no, nothing else for me i won't I spoil it pull, for she's you she's got to pull through um let's see i just wanted to remind some people um, where you can watch some award season contender movies. Um, this is sort of like just a quick little, a little interstitial. The Holdovers is now streaming on Peacock. Which I watched. Great. Oh, I, know I it. just watched I love it. That movie. Very cute movie. Very How cool movie. How great is Dominic Senna? He's great. Is that the that's the kid? The kid. Yeah. And Divine Joy Randolph, Divine Joy Randolph who Randolph is, is awesome. great wherever she shows yeah. up. She's great on Only Murders in the Building as the detective. She was great on High Fidelity. Yeah. She's just she's always great. She was even good in the in the idol. She was the only good thing in the idol for me. <laughs> yeah, for me, just because yeah. she's fucking funny. Yeah, but what a great um, movie. Yeah, um, Maggie Moore's, which is a movie that John Slattery directed, and John Hamm is in it, playing a much nicer policeman than he is in <laughs> Fargo, and Tina Fey, and that is now streaming on Hulu. A reminder that Saltburn is on Prime Video, and as more people are watching Salt it, Saltburn. Oh my <laughs> lordy! People are just. This is my favorite guilty pleasure of <laughs> this year and every year. Do you love that bath scene? That bathwater scene. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and the Amazon Prime um, social media team just being real naughty. Oh yeah! Look, wow. you gotta you gotta lean in. They did. <laughs> you gotta lean into it. <laughs> Barry Keegan. And I love that he's been making the rounds like in L.A. He's going to all the events and everything. And he, he turned up at like a, a Louis Vuitton Yes, event. he did. I saw photos. Oh, he just looks smoking. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, Maestro is streaming on Netflix. 
And I think I had missed that this was on Netflix. I have to watch this movie. Oh. Have you watched it? Oh yeah, you got to watch oh it. God. Just you know why you got to watch it? You got to watch it for Carrie Mulligan. Oh yeah, that's what I've, I've heard. Oh, about. Okay. she's just breathtaking. Okay. Uh, again, May December, also on Netflix. Um, Barbie is streaming on Max. I did do a Barbie rewatch. I did that too. It's on. Such a cute movie. It's a very fun movie. Yeah, very fun movie. Um, poor things not streaming. So go to the theater. Well worth the trip to the theater. I'm dying to see Zone of Interest. It is not streaming. So I need to make my way to a theater to see that. And my favorite, All of Us Strangers, oh. is very slowly rolling out into more theaters. So if you're in a market that it is in, please go see All of Us Strangers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Andy loves that movie. <laughs> Andy sure loves do. that movie so much he would marry it. I absolutely would. Um, Andy, I watched The Brother's Son. I've watched a couple of episodes. Now streaming on Netflix. It dropped yesterday. Loving it. Uh, Michelle Yeoh plays the mama, mama son, but oh my gosh, what a mix of action and sort oh of family drama. It's very funny. And, and funny. It's yes. very funny. The guy that plays the son. So it's like, yeah, it's like this Taiwanese crime family that's well, been, um, that's been split and Michelle Yeoh's come to the U S and brought one of the sons and raised him in like anonymity and he's very normal and he's just a, and he's a just nerd. a normal kind of nerd. nerdy Taiwanese guy in the San Gabriel Valley and and he's secretly <laughs> taking uh, improv classes that was the best even though his mom wants him to be a doctor and he's so good I love this actor I can't I don't have his name in front of me but he's great I and I was reading um, I an interview with him and he in the Hollywood Reporter and he that was kind of similar to his own story growing up so he said he related to it really strongly. I love that. I love that. Um, but it's a very, very solidly made show. The action sequences are fantastic. All like, I know it's is extremely that violent. Very. The fighters look like real live ninjas. Yes. So I'm always impressed by that. I don't know about you guys. But anyway, that's the brother's son now streaming on Netflix. I also checked out Fool Me Once. I started watching that. I think I'm two or three episodes in also on Netflix. And this is based on a Harlan Coben book, and Harlan Coben's books are big bestsellers. Oh, and Andy watched four of the six I, episodes. Andy, I got totally hooked on this. I I watched like four episodes all last night. Um, it's camp in a way. I mean, it's it's very over the top in terms of like you know she comes from like special ops, and right. so there it's it it's like uh it's like her, her husband dies and and gets sh her and her sister. They both they are both right and, at the beginning but, of the show. They both at, died, but not at the same time. Not at the same time. But the murders might be related. But they might be related. But then and her she husband thinks, might she be alive she, because right, she thinks she saw him on the nanny cam. The nanny cam. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I my love when there's a nanny cam. I'm oh, just yeah. saying. Yeah, but then the nanny uh, runs off with the nanny cam. Why did she run off? Um, the So yeah, it's but it's it's very over the top and kind of silly at times. But I found it very fun, and I love okay. seeing Joanna Lumley, who plays kind of like the matriarch. She's fabulous. Yeah, I agree with Andy She's on that. Slightly menacing. That's one of the reasons I actually watched it. Richard Armitage plays the husband who got killed, and I always like him because he's a very solid actor. Um, so anyway, and there's a sh cop that might be shady. We're not sure. Uh, there's always a cop that might yeah, be shady. Yeah. So anyway, it's got all of the elements of that type of thing. I mean, I just love a good British cop show. 
I mean, there's just something about the way they do it that is just there's a better so one. Enjoyable. There's a better one coming ooh, up on ooh, Apple TV ooh. Plus. So okay. we're going to talk about that when we talk about upcoming things. Okay, good. Um, I also wanted to mention for film buffs, um, TCM is running a great new like six episode thing called The Power of Film, and film professor Howard Suber who I took a class from when I went to UCLA a zillion years ago. I took a film genre class. Oh, cool. Howard Zuber wrote a book called The Power of Film. So they're, do, they're doing this six-episode docuseries about, you know, different aspects of film and storytelling. And I watched part one. They aired part one last night, and it was just absolutely great. And it puts a lot of things in context. But one of the things that really jumped out at me because I do the same thing, is Super said, I'm, I'm in the pattern noticing business. And I look for that too when I watch things. And also in humans, I look for patterns. Hmm. Because as humans, we tend to fall into patterns. Oh, not me. I'm, I just, and it's I'm, hard to break patterns. I'm completely original, Diane. <laughs> you are an original, my friend. <laughs> I would never dispute that. Um, anyway, oh, no, that's that. called I The Power that. of Film, and it's on TCM, so you would have to kind of check your listings. Um, I looked well, for it TCM, on... TCM, is it on Max? I looked for it on Max. I'm not finding it yet. Okay. Maybe it'll be there today. Okay. I don't know. Um, go ahead. and Andy, Andy's been watching. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've also been watching a show called School Spirits, which is on Netflix. That's a... But it was on Paramount+. Well, it's Plus. interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool little show. It's about... Um, it's basically like students that have died live in this afterlife, but they're parallel to the students that are still in the high school. And so um there's but it's it's a cute show it's a good little kind of like teen drama with you know these kind of um supernatural elements but what's really interesting about it other than that i just enjoy the show is that it aired on paramount plus it premiered on paramount plus yes. earlier in 2023 and then within a couple of months just a few months they had licensed it to netflix and then it was on Netflix's top 10 list for like a month. See, but this is so the thing. So it's just and the Paramount power Plus, of Netflix with its gigantic reach exactly. can make a hit out of something that Paramount Plus, frankly, I don't know if anybody knew that it was even on there. Well, Paramount Plus, yes, of course they have less subscribers than Netflix, but also there's a lot of change going, going on over at Paramount Global. Yeah. Because Paramount Plus is now becoming Paramount Plus Showtime. And you'll find a lot more Showtime content on there. But the thing is, they want to make people pay more for Paramount Plus and Showtime. Showtime. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, guys. I don't know if that's going to work. I think there has to be one price where it's all in there. It's not much more. It's like, I don't know. I feel like it's only like 2 or $3 to add Showtime. But it's like, come on, just give it to Paramount Plus should us. include CBS and Showtime and anything else under that Paramount Global banner. Yeah, you know, I agree. That's, that's the way it's got to be. And of course, Paramount's all up for sale and being actively bid on right yeah, now. So exactly. it may just get integrated into something else. Um, some other stuff I wanted to mention on the network tip, NBC premiered a new comedy called extended family. And this is a new show by Michael Malley, who you've seen as an actor. We're all familiar with him as a, a comedy actor. He ran survivor's remorse for stars for a few seasons. And this is his new comedy and it stars John Cryer Abigail Spencer and Donald Faison. And I was kind of like, oh, how nice. You know, like a new sit a new sitcom. Woohoo. Good cast. Yeah. And then I watched it. Oh, Andy. <laughs> I'm gonna politely say pass. Yeah. It just kind of 
nothing landed in this show. And I'm so surprised because honestly, these are three very able actors. Yeah, they are. You yeah. know? And so it was I just don't little ever watch a multicam sitcom again. It is it I it I the format to me just is not Oh, sorry, Dougie. Hello. The format to me just is not relevant any longer. But See, I know people watch them. I and disagree like entirely. So, uh, I think there's always a place for multi-camera comedy. It's part of what I grew up on, so I would never say that. Um, but okay, to each his own. Well, I, I I would love to be proven wrong and find one that I enjoyed, but I just haven't. Okay, in, fair enough. In quite a while. Um, the Golden Wedding aired last night on ABC, and that was the senior Jerry Turner, Gary Turner, Jerry Turner. I don't even know anymore. I'm so oh, yeah. tired of this. <laughs> and he he got married to his new lady, Teresa. And honestly, I couldn't sit through this <laughs> because it was just most they, they did two hours, of course, because God bless ABC. You got to milk those advertising bucks for as much as you can. But it was mostly just looking back at their courtship. And it was like, I don't want to see a rerun just of this show the again. Show. It's like, yeah. So anyway, I hear the, the, the couple is honeymooning in Italy. So good for them. Uh, let's see. It's today. We're recording on Friday, January 5th. Uh, oh, tonight is uh, the Lifetime thing I was talking about called The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And then also, it looks like RuPaul's Drag Race is having its series premiere on, uh, series, excuse me, season premiere on MTV. There's also a new film from Dan Levy of Schitt's Creek fame. He directed a film called Good Grief, and that is dropping today on Netflix. And as we close out the week... The Golden Globe Awards are coming back, Andy. Yes, they are. They're going to be Sunday night on CBS and then streaming on Paramount+. Plus. And Joe Coy is hosting. Thank he- God they're streaming. Remember how the Oscars weren't even streaming last year? They weren't. I didn't even they weren't on the that. streaming okay, service. Okay, that's think fair. It was so annoying. The Oscars are probably a more complicated deal with the Academy. I'm sure you're right. So, but I'm excited. I loved the Golden Globes last year with, or two years ago. When was it? When was the last one? The one with Gerard. With Gerard Carmichael. I liked it too. I thought it was super fun. I'm happy they're back. I'm glad they've like fixed a lot of their problems. They have a bigger, much, much more diverse um, membership cur- now. I'm curious to see if it will be the drunken party that I love. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be. Yeah. I really want it to be i don't want anyone getting punched i just oh my god no i just want everything to i want everybody having a good time because that that's what was nice about the golden globes and honestly i know i've looked at the nominees but i have a feeling succession is going to win a lot because it was the final season so i think they're going to walk away with a lot i wouldn't be surprised to see the bear take some take some hardware home uh, I also think I think the Bears going to do well at the Emmys, but you know what? I don't need I don't even need to make predictions. Some other upcoming premieres. Let's see. Woohoo! Final season of NBC's La Brea starts Tuesday, January nine. Also on January nine, Pete Davidson's second hour long Netflix special Turbo Fonzarelli drops. So, <laughs> if you are a Pete Davidson fan, get ready. Um, Wednesday, January 10th, there is a five episode series on Disney plus and Hulu called echo 
uh, which is really interesting because it's sort of an extension. I think it looks like an extension of the Daredevil universe. So, but Devery Jacobs from Reservation Dogs and Zarn McClendon, Zahn McClarnon are also in the show, as well as Charlie nice. Cox, who plays Matt Murdock, and Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Wilson Fisk. So that looks, it's just interesting. And Echo is a female superhero. So I'm always interested to see what they do with that. Um, Netflix has a new game show, The Trust, uh, dropping on January 10th. They also have something called Breakpoint, and I'm not sure what that is. Um, Thursday, January 11th, Peacock has Ted. It's a Ted prequel, but it is from Seth MacFarlane. Hmm. So, you know, your favorite funny teddy bear is back. Um, I have not watched the screeners for this yet because I've been too busy watching the Traders screeners <laughs> because the new ep- the new season of the Traders, they're dropping the first three episodes on Peacock Friday, January 12th. And let me tell you, the casting is absolutely superb again. Nice. It is such an amazing mix, but I'm going to talk about it more next week because I've been yammering on a lot. And Criminal Record is the crime show I was talking about. Okay. Which that's also going to premiere Friday, January 12th on Apple TV plus the first two episodes. And it stars Peter Capaldi who once played the doctor, but to me will always be better known as the vicious, vicious publicist and Armando Iannucci's in the loop. He's just, he's such a brilliant actor, Peter Capaldi. And he plays a very hard nosed, like policeman, uh, detective on criminal record and the co-star Kush Jumbo, who was so good on like the good wife, the good fight. And she's fantastic in this. She's just a fantastic actress. So again, that's criminal record January 12th on Apple TV plus. And then finally, um, killers of the flower moon, the Martin Scorsese film will be streaming on Apple TV it's plus about time. They've really um, they had to get those theater dollars yeah, yeah. and also that's qualifying true. for the Oscars. You got to have the theater run. Yeah. So that's why I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it. It's a three hour movie and I hear there's a lot of like torture in it. I mean, like it's something I would watch at home for so, sure. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't go to a theater. I don't know. It's just me. I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. I haven't either. Diane. I, I have guilt about oh Nazi. I know I have guilt I'm cutting, about Nazi. I'm cutting this out. We, we're not allowed <laughs> to say this. You're right. Because that's going to win a lot of stuff. It's very true. It's for dad. <laughs> well, anyway, that's what's going on this week. We'd love to know what you're watching. We'd love to know. Look, welcome to the new year. We all made it. Woohoo! We're here. That's something to celebrate. Yeah. There's a new puppy. That's something to celebrate. <laughs> that's all we've got this week. We will talk to you next week. You take care till then. Oh my, oh my, oh my.